Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. It's time for your week daily look at the NBA and your Charlotte Hornets. It's time for the Hive O'Clock Alarm. Oh, that sounds amazing. David, this playoff race is tight. It can't get any tighter if it wanted to. It's super tight. Like Kobe on game night. <laughs> That's it. That's it for that. All right. Well, this has been uh, the Hive O'Clock <laughs> Alarm. Uh, now, let's uh, let's recap uh, what happened last night. Three of the four teams in this tight Eastern Conference playoff race, uh, the three teams not named the Charlotte Hornets, played last night. Right. Uh, Brooklyn at Miami, the Heat win 110-99, Atlanta at Chicago. Chicago uh, gave it a go, made a run at it in the fourth quarter, but the Hawks win 102-100. to Finally, Boston at uh, the Los Angeles Clippers. That was a game that was way too late for, for my bedtime, but the Clippers win. No, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you, NBA. The Clippers win 114-90. <laughs> what is this? Who do you think you are? The Final Four, the yeah. NBA tournament? <laughs> really? Come on, it's ridiculous. Well, see, at least the NBA has the decency to say, "Okay, it's at Los Angeles, so maybe we should put it a time, put it at a time when Los Angeles can can view the game with their families." You don't think it makes sense to like say for the Hornets when they come back home to tip off around ten o'clock? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would make sense to to Emmert. The old Emmert. Yeah. Um, okay. I can't get the ratings. We, <laughs> we need someone at 10 o'clock. Um, okay, let's look at the Eastern <laughs> Conference. That's what we think. That's what we think exactly would sound like. <laughs> That's our impression of Mark Emmert. Uh, for more, check out our one-man show, Mark Emmert. Late Night Games. Uh, Eastern Conference standings. Atlanta sitting at the top in the... <clears throat> excuse me. In the third seed, 45 and 30. Miami, oh, a full game back from Atlanta in the fourth seed. In the fifth seed, Boston at 43 and 31. And Charlotte still in the sixth seed at 42 mm-hmm. and 31. David, what's the best case scenario in your mind for for the Hornets? I mean, is it realistic to think that they could catch this red-hot Atlanta team in the third seed? What's What's the best case scenario? Yeah, I was going to say it really feels like four is the best case. Just with those two games separating the Hawks and the Hornets right now, it's, it just feels like a lot. Of, and, you know, it doesn't obviously doesn't look like that many, but or that much more even than the Heat. But uh, that just seems like a stretch, especially given how the Hawks are playing right now. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, they're, uh, let's see here, nine of one in their last 10 games. So they've Ooh, kind so of I- taken that. Yeah, they, they've kind of taken that mantle from the Hornets. Not that the Hornets have diffed a great deal, but the, the Hawks are playing really well right now. Feels like they're going to be uh, tough to catch, especially we mentioned all the tiebreakers and whatnot. So it feels like fourth, which would, hey, I mean, still be home court advantage. I, I mean, to be honest, it feels like that's going to be tough 
uh, in and of itself. But I think four is where they want to shoot for realistically right now. Yeah, you know, several weeks ago when we were examining this situation, we were like Nelson from The Simpsons looking at Atlanta going, they have the toughest schedule of these four teams. <laughs> and then Atlanta uh, just starts playing the absolute, I would say they're playing the best ball in the Eastern Conference, not just of these yeah. four teams, but but I think they're playing better than Toronto and Cleveland now, and it all starts with uh, their defense. And I got a chance to watch most of that Atlanta at Chicago game, and it's not just the guys up front, uh, Teague, and and but you have Baysmore playing well defensively, and it's really Horford and Millsap. The way those guys can move defensively and cover large portions of the court and still recover to their man, it presents some real challenges if you're trying to execute whatever offense you want to execute, and it makes it difficult to shoot threes, which should be, you know, a warning sign to the Hornets that, you know, when they get into the playoffs, it it could be a different kind of ball game than they've been used to seeing. So I, I really, I think best case scenario for the Hornets, I'm a little more pessimistic than you are, David. I think fifth seed. I think if, if Boston is, is not playing their best basketball right now and they have a head to head matchup against Boston, excuse me, in a week or so, so I really think that they could overtake Boston and, and just, you know, when, when Boston, when they go to Boston, they can tell them to ease on down 85 and, and, and check out Atlanta in the playoffs. That would be nice. Send them to the sixth seed. Charlotte gets the fifth seed. And, and I think they are fully equipped to win an away series against the Miami Heat. So that's my best case yeah. scenario. And that would mean avoiding the Hawks in the first round too, right? Which, as we've mentioned, with all the all the play they've had thus far, would not be a bad thing. I don't think for the Hornets. I mean, facing the the Hawks right now, you know, nine to one's the best record in NBA over the last ten games. The Warriors have done the same, so they're playing well. And Atlanta has a chance on Wednesday to pull within three games of Toronto. So crazy, yeah. I mean, Toronto has to start watching watching their back, and that will be an important game for the Raptors. But it's you know it's it's odd that Charlotte probably has a decent shot unless Boston goes on a, a real run of overtaking Boston for that fifth seed. But Boston, really, the only team of the top six, or really the top eight, that the Hornets haven't proven that they can beat because they've beaten yeah, Cleveland. They horrible. They've beaten Toronto horrible against Boston. Yeah, so I mean, I think that's that's going to be a key game, major keys. But without Jay, without Jay Crowder, who I believe I don't think they have a timetable for. I don't think Boston has a timetable for Jay Crowder still, as we as we speak this morning. So they are, yeah, I mean, they're they're, they're five hundred their last ten games here. So without him, I think that's a big blow to that team, and so they're slipping a little bit. But they've still got the little guy, Isaiah Thomas. Um, so it's still a formidable team, and of course the wizard, Brad Stevens. And another reason why I think best-case scenario is the five seed is because if you look at Miami's schedule, um, mm-hmm. which I will quickly pull up on the computer. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Uh, give me a second. I'll cut it's this. an old, old computer. It is an, it's one of those big machines <laughs> that just prints out a series of, of zeros and ones. <laughs> It fills up your whole room. Right, exactly. It takes up actually it takes up my entire condo. 
let's see. So they've got the Lakers, Kings. Those should be easy victories for Miami. Trailblazers, Pistons, Bulls. The Bulls are playing like um, bull, ex- bull excrement. Uh, two games against the Magic, and then another game against the Pistons, and then they close out with the Celtics. So it's there are a lot of winnable games in that schedule for Miami. So I think you know Miami's got some cupcakes. The Hornets have some cupcakes. They could finish out the year with the with the same record over the the next nine games or so, and, and that would leave them just short of Miami or possibly even tied with Miami. But as we've said. Miami with with really the inside track on that tiebreaker versus the Hornets. So I think if you if you climb into that fifth seed, and I think that Clifford, I don't know the exact stat. <laughs> Listen, folks, that's not my job to know the exact stat. Um, but I believe Clifford mentioned in a press conference that the fifth seed has possibly a a winning record in, in the in the last yeah. few years over the fourth seed. So. I remember him saying something like that. And that's the kind of detail that you're going to get on the Habakkuk alone. <laughs> Listen, not at 648 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you some trends, but uh, that's about all you're getting. Uh, no, so I, I think the Hornets have a, a really good shot if, if they're in the fifth seed against Miami, a, a team that I honestly feel like, well, for the Miami's hurting right now. They, they are down to uh, Josh Richardson at point guard, who – is playing extremely well. But you wonder with my here's what I wonder with Miami. Are you ready for this, David? Here's what I wonder. Yeah. So you got Josh Richardson, a rookie, who's playing really well for them right now. And you have Justice Winslow, who I'm just now learning how to pronounce his name. Right. He's playing really well for them right now on the defensive end. Okay, mm-hmm. they go to the playoffs. Now all of a sudden you're depending on two rookies in the playoffs. That could be a, a point of weakness. It's not ideal, and especially without Bosch, um, that's the biggest thing, I think, for that team. Um, so Richardson is now starting, but he was part of that short little bench crew with he, Winslow, and, and, and Whiteside coming off the bench, right, that was making so much noise. Right, and now with uh, Goran Dragic yeah. hurting, Richardson moves into the into the starting role. And they'll probably be relatively healthy as we yeah. as we move into playoff time but i just think i don't know for some reason the, the hornets have played really well against the heat this season and i think it's a good matchup i think it's the best well you'd rather it's the best matchup play, of the opportunities that they have yeah i mean i feel like you don't want to play the hawks right now and of course that's who the uh, hornets are lined up with but to me i mean it makes sense i mean they're playing they're playing well but is that how you're feeling you'd rather avoid the hawks Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because they yeah. do they do things defensively that I mean, look, there's a whole not, there's a whole other conversation about can the Hornets play playoff basketball? Because yeah. there's an argument to be made that as well as they've done this season, they they're they're playing a, you know, regular season style of of basketball where the the game slows down, it moves into the half court a majority of the time there's not a lot of up and down uh the the three point shooting ca- can suffer in, in the playoffs because again defense defenses are going to play their A game every single night so you know can the hornets play that style of basketball that's a great question to examine possibly tonight 
on our live show. That's called a tease. So, yeah, we, I mean, we, we, uh-huh. yeah, we also should know, Doug, we're talking playoffs here with that Bulls loss last night. The Hornets number is down to. It's down to three, 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 three. So three is a magic number. Combination of Hornets wins or Bulls losses that add up to three starting tonight. So with a win in Philadelphia, you could cut that number to two, which would be fun. And, you know, throw another Bulls loss in there and another Hornets win on Friday against the Sixers. And, you know, we, we, we can tie a bow in this thing by weekend. Rick Bunnell of the Charlotte Observer, the Charlotte Hornets switch up the beat writer, is um, is a little worried. He says he's more on Twitter. He said he's more worried that the Hornets could fall to the seventh seed than hopeful Jeez, that they could that. move up to the fourth seed. Do you agree? Um, well, yeah, as we said, uh, the fourth seed feels like a reach. So I guess if you're talking about which one is more likely, uh, the drop into the seventh makes sense. But it feels like they're just kind of going to stay where they are, doesn't it? If nothing else, I mean. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm i not concerned about them moving down to the seventh I mean, seed. it doesn't matter. Yeah, if you're in there, I think getting in is job one. Okay, that's great. And then, you know, if you're not fourth, you know, if you don't have home court, does it really matter five, six, seven at this point? It would be unfortunate if they do get the sixth seed and have to play Atlanta as opposed because mm-hmm. we've seen so many times the Hornets uh, over the years and then the Bobcats uh, slip into a seed late in the in the regular season that that uh, uh, makes them play LeBron, whether it be the Cavs or the Heat, and yeah. and now they they they're playing really well and they could slip into the sixth seed and play the hottest team in the East Atlanta and avoid playing Toronto, a team that they've matched up decently with in the seventh seed. So that would be a bit of, I know the people who, do you think we, do you think we may see some shenanigans line up shenanigans shenanigans. in there? No, No. I I think they could beat. I think they could beat Atlanta. I'm not saying, I don't don't think they, 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 that it would be a four sweep. Warriors. No. I mean, there are weaknesses. Yeah. Look, Atlanta has – they they showed something last night against Chicago that they've shown a lot this season, which is fourth-quarter execution. There are weaknesses that we can examine, and, and don't you worry. We'll examine them we will. on the on Hive well, Talk Live. I'm just flipping through uh, Rick Bunnell's uh, Twitter here, so I'm going to yank a couple of these <laughs> from him. God bless the, you. The, Celt- the Celtics next three, at Clippers, at Blazers, at Warriors – of course, I guess the Clippers were last night. So at Blazers, at Warriors coming up. Um, and then the other thing we should note: he doesn't expect them to fall to seventh, but he, that would be his worry, I guess. If you were going to pick between the two, I think he was saying. Yes. yes. If you're going to make me choose, I don't think anyone was making him choose. But if you're going to make me choose, hey, speaking of Rick yes, Bennell, we should we? I, I think we a few uh, savvy listeners have have. Um, Send us a few more sweet Benel Burns. Oh, some listener feedback. Some it's listener sweet. It, it's it's sweet, but it's spicy. Just like I like my Asian food, sweet and spicy. <laughs> Benel Burns. So we should do we should do another segment tonight. So if you like that we'll segment, that. we could revisit that tonight. We have a few other drops that that David has provided. 
So uh, tune in for that tonight as well. As, I, I want to continue breaking down Atlanta, Boston, and Miami. I think it's interesting. And, you know, the, the, the NBA has been so gracious to give the Hornets uh, two games against the Sixers, which a little less fun to talk about. So maybe we'll we'll take a deeper dive into those three teams tonight. So listen, 6 p.m., get your get your uh, NBA scouting hats on and uh, join us for Hive Talk Live on HiveTalkLive.com. Thanks for listening. Until then, follow us on Twitter, by the way, at HiveTalkLive, because uh, we tweet while we do the show. We're multitaskers. Mm-hmm. Three hands. That's, uh, that's our philosophy. <laughs> I don't know what that means. All right, listen tonight. Until then, all hail the teal and purple. takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17